you know you do have to be quite brave to be willing to take those steps forward especially if you've been an anxious person in the past like I have the safety of what you know is very enticing you know to stay within that comfort hey girlfriend, friend welcome to the curl power podcast with me zoe fox this is the podcast for women who are ready to heal the past and connect with who you truly came here to be we work on dissolving outdated patterns go deep on self-reflection and just connect in with our future possibilities that help us to align with our greatest potential. Nobody wants to push through life feeling as though we're not really making the most of this experience. So there was no episode last week. If you heard the mini episode I recorded, it was just to let you know that, yeah, there wasn't going to be an episode. Everything was all sort of up in the air. I've just been getting some adaptations done to my home. Finally, I have been waiting almost three years to get my bathroom adapted since having a spinal cord injury at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. So it feels like a real key milestone actually, because I've been waiting and waiting for this. So all that work was completed last week. I've now got a brand new shower room, which is totally accessible. It's like a wet room. I feel like my life is just about to change. <laughs> I've been clinging on to the hope of getting this done for so long and now it's finally here and already I'm just feeling such a sense of relief that I can just get in and out of the shower when I want. It's been so difficult the last few years not really being able to use the bathroom facilities that I've got without it taking up every last bit of energy that I have. So I'm feeling very grateful. The kitchen is next on the agenda. That's going to be being done before the end of January. So I feel like I'm getting to a point now where all of these things are starting to align. And in many respects, it feels like I'm preparing to let go of the end of an era in many respects. There's been that period since my injury up until this point where there's been a lot of waiting on holding on for things to happen. It took me 13 months to get into a special spinal injuries unit after my injury. And then it's taken another couple of years to get to the point where I'm actually getting the adaptations done. So I feel like I've kind of been in limbo, not necessarily being able to move on fully from the whole injury and the whole experience around that. So these works getting done to me is really symbolic of the ending of one chapter and the starting of another and that said I just got my hair cut as well so I'm feeling kind of brand new again it has been one of the things that has slipped really over the last few years again with not being able to use the bathroom facilities my hair's just been scraped back whereas up until then I've always been very much hair down out big and curly has been my identity really my hair has been a huge part of my identity for a long time hence the name of the podcast so it feels good to be able to be in a position where I can look after it again and keep on top of the maintenance which means I'll be able to wear it out more so again another thing that is pointing in the direction of change closing one door and stepping into another room because who is it that had that saying Coco Chanel a woman who changes her hair is about to change her life. (laughs) 
And that kind of feels true. And it's interesting because the last few episodes have been around that idea of evolving and transforming and stepping into a newer version of us. But still, the new version of us is reflective of everything that we've been through. So it's bringing that into the future with us in the form of having learnt from those lessons. But releasing some of those patterns, releasing some of the stuff that doesn't serve us anymore. And it's interesting, actually, because I'm going through a bit of a... Well, with the podcast and everything, we're going through a rebrand. I think the Curl Power thing was what it was at the time and I stand by that because it was connecting with my curls and connecting with other women who look like me that really helped to give me the confidence to step out and allow my voice to be heard where I've I've hidden in the shadows for however long even though I felt like there's been a bit of a message that I wanted to bring forward I've always lacked the confidence to do that so when I found this community of naturally curly women who were all embracing their natural hair and embracing their journeys, it really did give me a big boost. So hence the Curl Power podcast. But you know what? It's been a few years now and um, it's evolving to be more than that. Like one of the things that I always said was it's deeper than conditioner it's bigger than hair like hair was the entry point to all of this but it's so much more about who we are what we've been through what makes us who we are and what are we here to do what is possible in this life what can we go out and achieve and what I've come to realize as well through the data and through the stats is it's not just curly girls that are listening to this podcast so What I don't want is for the nature of what I feel this podcast is intending to do, which is to help women evolve through painful, traumatic experiences into their highest possible potential. I don't want people to just see curl power and be put off and think it's just just a podcast about hair when it's so much more than that. So, yeah, it's evolving. The new name and everything will be revealed very soon I'm just working on making those changes and really solidifying the vision of the future of the podcast now it's not going to be different in terms of content still going to be the same sort of stuff but I think yeah there's a new name that is waiting for me to just step into it and I've just had this lots of visions lots of downloads and um I've spent a lot of time meditating about it, put it that way, and I just feel like we're we're moving into a natural progression with what we're doing here. And it is so easy to stay with the familiar and what we've all always known, you know, in any sort of transformation or any change or if there's something inside your heart that is telling you that it's time to evolve in a new direction but you don't necessarily know where it is that you want to go or what it is that you want to do but you recognize that there's that energetic pull that's luring you forth you know you do have to be quite brave to be willing to take those steps forward especially if you've been an anxious person in the past like I have the safety of what you know is very enticing you know to stay within that comfort And when I talk about that anxious me of the past, she still lives inside me. And I think it's really important that I 
let you know that even though I have been putting in this work for a long time, that anxious person lived with me and dominated my life experience for decades. So it's not that simple to say, you know, I've evolved past that and I'm unscathed. There's still the little thing within me that is inclined to think like her. But the thing that has changed now is that I'm more willing to step into that discomfort and know that it's just this natural leaning towards the safety zone and it is safe to move beyond it. It is safe to push myself to go outside of it. And whenever I do just breach the perimeters of the safety, I'm always rewarded, which then encourages me to want to do it even more because every time I pop my head out, and have a little look around I see something really beautiful and then I go over and then get involved in it and I'm like yeah this is great what else is there and that's what I'm trying to encourage you guys to do as well is to know that yeah sometimes it is scary to do something different but how do you know what you really want and how do you know what's really possible unless you go out there and you test those waters a little bit so I went to an event the other day and it was the last event of the year for the lollipop mentoring cohort and as I've mentioned before I'm a mentee on this program and I've had um I've gone to the events in the past and I love them but one thing that I really struggle with is talking to people and networking it's just not my bag for me in many ways my disability helps me to hide behind um behind that really oh look oh I can't walk around I've just got to sit here and not make the effort to go and <laughs> start conversations because actually even before my disability networking makes my skin crawl <laughs> I'm rubbish I'm just like oh you gotta go over and be like hi I'm Zoe and I do this and I do that and it's just not something that comes naturally to me and I know I'm not the only person I can think of many events in the past where I've gone out and I've pushed myself to take that step to actually go out, even though every part of me just wanted to stay at home. So I, I push myself, I go out, I get there, and then I'm like, oh, people, people are everywhere. And then I just find myself backing myself away into a corner and standing there until I see somebody, somebody else that looks as equally as uncomfortable as I do. And then I encourage them to come and stand with me. So then we've got this little party of uncomfortable introverts that don't want to go striding around the room and introducing themselves. So I'm definitely inclined to want to step away from those networking situations. But yeah, so these lollipop events are great. There's loads of really cool people in the room. So there is no need to feel uncomfortable. It's just I'm, yeah, my natural incl inclination is to shy away from that. And I got speaking to somebody there and I was telling her how much I cringe at speaking and all that sort of stuff. And there was one point, at the event where like I put my hand up to say something and then after I've said it I can just feel like my head's sweating <laughs> must start getting palpitations and I'm just like Argh. but when I said to Shaleen shout out to Shaleen she is an amazing communication strategist and performance coach so when I shared with her that I felt uncomfortable she was surprised that I felt that way because she says I don't come across that way which is interesting because when I've when I speak up allowed and then I'm like I can just feel every part of my DNA like tingling and bursting and wanting to jump out of my body nobody else can see that it's only me that can feel that and when I've done things in the past 
you know, I sit there and I act like I'm all cool with it, but inside I'm like, ah. In fact, it reminds me of a time when I got invited to do an interview on London Real. Now, London Real was one of the first podcasts I ever started listening to. And it made such a huge impact on me. I mean, it's gone on its own journey. I don't resonate with it anymore. Like RIP, my (laughs) deep heart connection with London Real. I blame Dan Pena because when he came along and got involved, the whole tone of it changed for me. But anyway, so I got invited to be a guest on the London Real podcast and I went there and I was like, I know I've got to do this. I know I've got to do this, but I'm absolutely cacking my pants and I went over to Old Street where the office was got inside and these chairs were like so famous to me because I'd watched so many of these almost life-changing podcasts actually that had such a deep impact on me spiritually emotionally and then there I was sitting in that chair opposite Brian Rose like WTF Do you know what I mean? The amount of content, the amount of hours of content that I consumed watching people in those chairs and hearing their stories. And then I was sitting in the chair and I was like, oh, my God, I was so scared. My mouth turned dry like sandpaper. You know, when your top lip is so dry that it gets stuck to your gum. (laughs) Like my mouth was stuck. My mouth was so the muscles in my mouth went so tight. It was almost like, you know, not that I make a habit of looking at cats' bums, right? But you know, cats love to put their tails up in the air and it and swing their bums about. So you know, cats' bums are all like, that's what my mouth was like. And he's going, hey Zoe, and like I'm just like, Brian. I couldn't even get my words out. I thought I was going to have a heart attack live on the set. I could feel my heart beating in my chest, and I was just trying to connect to my head and try and make a coherent sentence, but. And then when I watch it back, I'm like, you don't look that bad from the outside. But on the inside, I felt like it was all fireworks exploding. And so it's interesting how you perceive yourself and how other people perceive you. And it's much the same as sharing on social media. Like, I'm not naturally inclined to do that. That stuff makes me cringe. The thing that I feel as though I'm being guided by now is this greater mission and this greater purpose to connect with as many women as possible, to see if there's anything that I've been through in my experience that can help them in some small way that is going to enhance their experience and make their life feel a little bit lighter and a little bit more hopeful. So it's that that keeps me willing to get uncomfortable. I definitely feel like I'm being magnetized in a direction that is kind of beyond my control and I'm going along with it but it's interesting when you make yourself uncomfortable you get to learn a lot about yourself so I mentioned the London Real podcast and you know the guests that go and sit into that chair and so many guests that just sit in that chair effortlessly talking about their experiences sharing about what they've done So, yeah, you know, I found myself in a few situations and increasingly so where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, what the hell am I doing here? Who invited me here? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm just that anxious, slightly weird person from Birmingham. Like, what are you doing on the set of Barbie? What are you doing on the Diverse Wisdom program with Hay House? So, again, that imposter thing comes in. But you get what you get because you deserve 
what you get. And this is me saying it to myself as well, you know. You need to know that you are worthy of and deserving of all of the amazing possibilities. It's not just for Derek and John and Frank to have these good lives and great experiences. You deserve it too. I don't know how you grew up or where you come from growing up. What was normal for you. Some people grow up with opportunity and wealth and connection as a very normal part of their experience. Some of us don't. So when these experiences aren't necessarily normalised, there is a sense of you feeling a little bit like, do I deserve my place here? And yeah, you absolutely do. When I think about how I ended up even learning about the Hay House Diverse Wisdom Programme in the first place, that's because I was lying in bed one day, super frustrated about the fact that I'm on this healing journey, I'm reading these books, and nobody looks like me, and that is annoying. Where's the representation? And I'm like, some man called Clive, because he went to school for five years, knows more than me, but meanwhile Clive has had this very privileged upbringing, relatively unscathed in life, but then people are looking at Clive with respect because he looks a certain way, and it's expected that Clive has got value to add, and that Clive's opinion is one to be valued and respected. But then, maybe if you're a woman, maybe if you're a woman of colour, perhaps if you're a disabled woman, are you valued as highly as Clive? Perhaps you haven't been to school for five years to get a qualification, but you've been down in the trenches at the University of Life, gaining qualification in qualification of going through hard times whilst you're already going through hard times. Pulling yourself back up and back out and still grafting, doing stuff that is less than stimulating for you. You get up every day, you go through your stuff, you keep picking yourself back up. Each thing, each struggle, each hardship that you go through in life, as an already underrepresented member of society, you've had to learn some of these lessons the long, hard, slow way. And let me tell you, Clive ain't got nothing on you. Your experience, everything that you've been through, makes you just as important as him. And this is one of the big frustrations for me when I was working in banking. I remember when the head of the bank was coming in and everyone was like, oh, acting like Jesus was about to walk through the door. I'm like, it's just a man. It's just a man whose opportunities have led him to where he is. And, you know, I'll give everybody the same level of basic respect, whether you're the person that's cleaning the kitchens and the toilets or whether you're the man who's the founder of the bank, I'll treat you both the same. And that was one of the things that used to really sadden me when I was working in the city is the way that, say, for example, the cleaners were treated by some people compared to certain clients and certain management. So it's perception, isn't it? So what I really want for you is to start just believing in your own source, believing in your right to discover what really is possible. And just because maybe things haven't been done in your family before, maybe you're reaching to do things that break the mould a little bit. 
like more power to you. It's not easy to walk a path that hasn't necessarily been traveled and you're stepping out and you're trying to do the best that you can and do things a little bit differently. It takes a certain set of bravery, you know, to look at what's always been done and come to a conclusion that actually you deserve to experience more than that. And then to set about even thinking about it, but then to start taking those action steps that are going to put you into those rooms and those places and spaces that, yeah, might make you feel uncomfortable, but you're going to do it anyway. Because you deserve to figure out just how good life can get. You deserve to figure out just how far you can go in life if that's what you want. To do the things that your heart desires. Take a moment to just have a little think about where you were five years ago. When you think about that and you think about where you are now, would you say that you're in a better place? Or would you say things are more difficult now than they were five years ago? What would be the key reasons that things would be better or worse? And if you don't feel like you're moving in a trajectory that is favourable for you, what do you think that you can start doing that is going to help you to ensure that in five years time from now, you're going to feel satisfied with the progress that you've made? Because it's so true, you know, there are people out there with confidence and perhaps not necessarily much more than that that are out there just doing it because they've got the guts to just do it and perfectly qualified people through experience are sitting back because they don't feel worthy because they're playing and replaying patterns that are telling them that things that have happened in the past that have made them that have knocked the that have knocked your confidence are holding you back today Meanwhile, others are out there just going for it. So what's holding you back from being more aligned with where you want to see yourself? Is it confidence? Is it lack of vision? Are you telling yourself you're too busy? Because even with half an hour a day, you can start to change your experience through being consistent. If you're lacking confidence, it's about just doing something one day that takes you out of your comfort zone and then realising, oh, actually that weren't too bad. If you're lacking clarity, then spend more time creating space so that you can connect with your creativity through visualisation and things like that. Doing these sort of things repeatedly is really going to help you get clear on what you can do next. And not only that, but it's going to help you to identify anything that's holding you back. Any of those patterns. Start listening to the language that you're using when you're speaking to yourself. So if anything in this episode resonates and you're a low income woman and you feel stuck and you know that you want to be in a better place, then I'm offering you this. You need to be low income and I'm trusting you to not take advantage of my goodwill if you can afford to pay, <laughs> right? So I'm going to offer you five one-to-one sessions where we can work together, do a little bit of problem solving and see what we can do to help you to get more clear and more aligned. 
So if you're listening to this episode between November 2022 and March 2023, get in touch with me. Send me an email at info at thecurlsquad.com and let me know why you need help and why you deserve to win these free sessions. Then I'll review the applications and I'll give somebody the opportunity to work with me on a one-to-one basis to see if we can help you to get more clear. I know what it's like to be low income and be desperate to want to change your life and to not know how and to be stuck and for it to be a huge long slog trying to figure it all out. So if I can help anybody to shortcut that journey, then let's do it. The sessions will be held over Zoom and will need to be used within a two month period. Right sis, it is all change, it is all change. We are about to evolve now move out of this chrysalis from a caterpillar into beautiful butterflies if you're looking for some support then i would highly recommend that you download the manifest your perfect day planner from the website it's just a nice little guideline to work through on it to help you make sure that you're just clear and intentional on a day-to-day basis to help you keep moving towards your potential so if you visit the website it's thecurlsquad.com you'll see in the menu perfect day planner tap that add your email address download it and be consistent you owe it to yourself right cal friend you can support me as an independent creator at buymeacoffee.com forward slash curl squad which is somewhere that you can leave a tip if you do enjoy the podcast and you're feeling generous and you would like to leave a review I would always appreciate that. It helps other women who are looking at the podcast to know whether it's a worthwhile investment of their time because let's be honest, time is a precious resource for all of us. You can come and find me on Instagram at zoe.e.fox. I hope you have a good week and um, yeah, I'll look forward to catching you next week. Big love, peace out and I'll catch you then. Bye.